Hello, and thank you again for subscribing to Defining Marriage. As you know, each week we talk about what's going on with marriage equality and also something strange. James, what's strange with you right now? What can you tell me about snakes? I don't know anything about that. What do you know about voodoo? Oh, well, that I know a thing or two about. Because I've been playing Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Father. It's an old Sierra adventure game that you plopped me down in front of, and I'm having quite a good time. I'm having a, I'm having a ball. Do you know anything about animal masks? So, Gabriel Knight is on a quest to untangle some murder mysteries, and his way of doing that is by interrogating people. And so you hear him ask the same questions over and over, in contexts that would make those questions very bizarre in real life. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> no, my favorite one is when he says, just tell me anything. Just tell me anything at all. <laughs> yes. Although I love when he just walks up to a new person. They've just met. They haven't even had introductions. What can you tell me about snakes? What can you tell me about voodoo? An animal mask and the murder. Like, he flies to fucking Germany, and he is met by a woman in a castle. And the first thing I had him say to her is, What do you know about the voodoo murders? <laughs> She's like, What? What do you know about New Orleans? Yeah, oh, that's my favorite part. She's lived in a tiny village in the Alps her entire life. And the first thing he says, as a person from New Orleans, what can you tell me about New Orleans? I don't know. Cuckoo clock. (laughs) Uh, Well, in the sequel, in Gabriel Knight 2, what's that one? The Beast Within. Cuckoo clocks. Uh, You can have him stand in front of a a window and just stare at these cuckoo clocks. And every time you click on it, he says... Cuckoo clocks. Over and over and over, like he's been hit on the head and he needs to go to a hospital. Cuckoo clocks. What a weirdo. Anyway, that Gabriel Knight, he's very sensual in the first one because he's played by Tim Curry, the beautiful and erotic Tim Curry. Anything can happen on Halloween. Your dog could turn into a cat. What? Siri was just triggered by that. Rocky. You should have given her a trigger warning. Trigger warning, Rocky. I don't know what we could have said. She heard, like, he's very sensual, the first one, because it's played by Tim Curry, the beautiful Nevada Tim Curry. Nevada Uh, Tim Curry? I want to be known as Nevada Tim from now on. Do you? You are neither of those things. I'm Nevada Tim. You're some kind of Tim. What can you tell me about voodoo? Well, what can you tell me about voodoo, James? It's spooky. It is. Oh, dear. It's uh, certainly uh, depicted in vivid detail in this game. Sure. And uh, so am I. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Look at my vivid details from my... Ooh, my hat to my the bells on my toes oh. and the bells on my palsy. I've got it all going on You're doing a little at the Morris chicken dance. house tonight. Yes, the Morris dance. Ting-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling, doing the Morris dance. That's it. You know the words because you're a Morris. It, that's the meow. Feed me. James, it wouldn't be an episode of Defining Marriage if we didn't It's talk. not an episode yet. So far, it, it's I, I all it gibberish. It, no, okay. it wouldn't be an episode of Defining Marriage without gibberish, Fair but enough. it also wouldn't be an episode if we didn't talk about cows. Well, it's at some animal, at least, but this week it's cows. Oh, I can't believe it's not cows. Specifically, Guernseys. Okay, not Jerseys. Not Jerseys, but Guernseys. <laughs> what do you know about Guernsey? I know that they've legalized gay marriage. Oh, in the land of Guernsey? In the land of Guernsey. Oh, I wish I were in the land of Guernsey. Yeah, now you can marry your cow. I want to, if it's a boy cow. Yes, only gay cow marriage is allowed. Sure. Uh, James, 
I'm, I have to interrupt this very important cow news uh-huh. to tell our listeners that I met a pig today. Tell me about the pig. Wait a minute. Are you talking about me? No. Oh. No, I already know you. Oh, are you talking about the guy at the bar? No, no. Oh. I already knew him in a biblical sense. In yeah, a uh, barnyard sense. I was helping our friend Dante move into a new place, and uh-huh. one of his roommates in the new place is a miniature pig. Oh, my. Yes. Do, do the other roommates know? <laughs> it's a, in a pig in a clever disguise, do you it, mean? Possibly. It's got a mustache and a top hat and a monocle. It's Mr. Peanut! <laughs> Just uh, horizontal. Yes. <laughs> Pigs are kind of peanut-shaped, it's I the guess. the horizontal peanut. It, That's so, what I call your genitals. Oh, good. That's nice. So this pig was very nice. I've forgotten her name. It was Glussy? What? It wasn't. It wasn't Glussy. It was Glop. Gloppy. That's a good name. It wasn't gloppy. Anyway, was the house made of straw, wood, or brick? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Frankly, this thing was kind of falling apart. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Well, so the house has clearly uh, been around for a long time. It's got a lot of wood pieces, and some of those wood pieces uh, were not completely attached to each other. Oh, Mm -hmm. just like the pig house. Just like the pig house. Yeah, I know. Uh, You could you could come along and and blow it down. Anyway, Mm, there's going to be some blowing going on there. Oh, tell me more. I mean, there's not that much to say about Guernsey other than I own. I have no idea what we're talking about. So wait. The island Guernsey. The island of Guernsey, where the cow lives. Well, that's what the cow's named for. Okay. They have legalized marriage equality by a vote of 33 to 5. So the cows are voting. The cows are voting. I don't know if that's the island's entire population. Okay. Or if that was their legislature, or if how many barn animals were involved in this vote. Sure. But marriages can start uh, in a couple months. Okay. to flip some laws around. And now I'm told, I'm reading, that this is the last... Territory. Sorry, there's one territory left in the British Isles that is not legalized marriage, and that is Northern Ireland. Now, I was told that when the Isle of Man legalized gay marriage. So, I don't know. Maybe people just forgot about Guernsey. Okay. So, we've got the British Isles. Yes. Guernsey is one of them. Guernsey is one of them. They have legalized same-sex marriage. It's also part of the Channel Islands. Okay. Well, don't turn the channel yet, because I'm still trying to figure this out. (laughs) Okay. So, the UK has had... or, Or... England has had marriage equality for quite some time. That is correct. But not all of the British Isles. That is also correct. And those Isles are part of the United Kingdom, yes or no? Well, I can answer that question with an interpretive dance. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the rules. I'm not CGP Grey. You certainly are not. So the... uh, the United Kingdom, I know it includes in England, yep. I know it includes one of the Irelands, and it includes a Scotland, and I think it also includes Wales. I mean, that sounds right to me. Um, I don't know if it includes the island of Man, and the island of Guernsey, and the island of Cow. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a mystery how the uh, the laws work. Nobody actually knows. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, hooray for everyone on Guernsey, man and beast alike. No hooray for Kentucky. Well... No, except for the fried chicken, 11 herbs and spices mm. in my mouth. Mm-hmm, all at once. The, you know, they should just skip the chicken and just pour the herbs directly into your mouth. I would be very interested in getting a KFC seasoning packet to season other things. Well, now you can, right? Because they accidentally gave away the secret? Did they? Yeah, supposedly. There was this reporter who was talking to somebody who was, I don't know, he was involved somehow in the family that started KFC. Okay. And they're just like flipping through some pages and the reporter's like, oh, what's that recipe of 11 items? And the guy's like, oh, maybe that's the recipe. Maybe that's those, that's the secret mix. And the reporter's like, can I just take a picture, yoink? And so the picture's been posted online now and, and KFC, the company, is like, oh, no, no, that's not it at all. No, 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 no. Well, my guess is that whatever the 11 herbs and spices are, are just 11 very common 
herbs and spices. There was I bet thing... salt and pepper are on there. Uh, do you? Do you mean the band? Uh, yes. Uh, Spinderella's was... <laughs> definitely in the mix. At least two of Destiny's Children. Sure. There was something in there that was a little unusual. I think it was white pepper instead of like regular peppercorns. Okay. But yeah, it wasn't. It was, there was nothing like you have to climb to the top of Mount Everest to get this herb. No. No, I, I don't see the colonel making that trip. <laughs> Maybe that, yes. Uh, anyway, but Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Kentucky. Uh, there's been some bad news from Kentucky. Sure. It's, there's a judge there who, it may not shock you to learn, has been saying some some silly things. Like, like, oh, if only, if oh. only. Uh, so he says, this is Kentucky Family Court Judge Tim Philpot. Okay. Uh, which sounds like... Also known as Nevada Tim. Nevada Tim. Oh, maybe that's Nevada Tim. He's living in Kentucky under an assumed name. Mm. But it's still Tim. He's still assumed the name Tim. I, I assume he is, he is the same Tim. Yes. So Tim Philpot. Which sounds like kind of a cute name. Like the, he's the kind of judge you'd see sitting on the mushroom or something. Sure. Or he could, or he could be related to the penguin. Oh, that's right. Cobblepot. Sure. Mm, he's from the pot family. Anyway, uh, he, maybe that's the 11th Urban Spice. Anyway, he said that same-sex relationships are, quote, sterile and just entertainment. I don't disagree. <laughs> oh, no, no, just entertainment. Is that all I am to you? Well, That's all you are to me. So, I mean, in terms of sterile, I assume he's not making some blanket statement. He's saying that it, you, as much as you pour into a bud, a baby isn't going to come out. I suppose that's true. And yes. so I don't disagree with that. And that they're for entertainment. Uh, they can be entertaining. They the can same be. sex relationship. Yeah, he says sure. just entertainment. But yes, uh, he says that one of the downsides to the legalization of marriage equality is this is all a direct quote. Now kids not only have to decide which girl to date or which boy to date, they've got to decide which gender to date. There's not a 12-year-old or 13-year-old or a 14-year-old in Fayette County, Kentucky, that doesn't have to decide, am I gay or am I straight? Man, I'm telling you, that is some kind of abuse. Huh. Um. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, people are attracted to who they're attracted to. Mm. Um, I don't think any 11 to 14 year old like sits down and makes spreadsheets and determines, uh, am I going to be gay or am I going to be straight? Uh, I might have. Uh, well, maybe. But I mean, uh, people are attracted to what they're attracted to. And then the decision comes in with how they're going to identify and how they're going to express their yes. attraction. Yeah, I mean, it's ludicrous. Did he think that, like, there were no gay people before the legalization of gay marriage? Well, only perverse monsters. Oh, who, right. Who only the pervert went way outside the lines to to do something <laughs> dastardly. Uh, would you believe he didn't stop there? Uh, sure. Uh, he is very angry about the homosexual appropriation of the rainbow. Uh, okay. He says, I'm going to put one on the back of my car because I'm not going to let them steal it. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to drive around town with my rainbow and my eight-pound Shih Tzu and Yorkshire Terrier mix and let them think what they want. Oh, honey, you don't need to put a rainbow on your car. If you're driving around with an eight-pound Shih Tzu, sure. Um, (laughs) Enjoy. I mean, who cares? Have your fucking rainbow. Yeah. I mean... You can have it. It's for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's for Irish people, gay people, and and everyone in between. Sure. For Rainbow Bright and the... Yeah, exactly. The smoggy... Who who was Rainbow Bright's enemy? There was like a, a little centurion and a uh, ball of pubic hair. What? Really? Yeah. That's. I mean, I don't know how they would have marketed those as toys, but I, I don't doubt that that's true. There was pubic hair with sneakers and a little, a little green centurion, and they chased Rainbow Bright trying to drain her of her color. Now, there or was... Something. 
there was oh two things yeah there was some rainbow bright thing that involved a boy who walked into a rainbow and got all rainbow colored himself that sounds right and that was exciting to me as a child because it was sort of an early awakening to the possibilities of body modification uh okay and like a a public mark of of i don't know of of tribalism uh, I'm, sure. I'm certainly as if your circumcision wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And wasn't there? Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the Care Bears. Yeah, there was another one where all these children were in a castle, and if they got too sad, they turned into frogs. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you remember that? Of course. That was another one where, as a child, I was like, "Oh, is this some sort of like public humiliation going on? Yeah. Why? Why do I like this? Uh-huh. Anyway, so that was the erotic tale of Cinderella and Snow White. No, it wasn't. What? Rainbow Bright and the Care Bears. Yeah, and uh, who is this? Uh, Nevada Tim is welcome to the rainbow and to the Shih Tzu. And the frogs. Sure. All Would the creatures. He he said more. Okay. He said that another downside to the legalization of marriage equality is that he can no longer hug people. Why? He says, I meet with men four or five times a week, and we hug. We love each other at a certain level, but I don't hug the way I used to. What? He also told a story about standing in Starbucks and seeing a man in his 40s with his arm around a man in his 20s, and thinking, that might be a father and son, but I don't know. It's making me uncomfortable. So he just never thought about sexuality at all until marriage equality was a thing, and the fact that he's thinking about it a little bit is upsetting him i will remind you that this is a family court judge well, so uh so i would assume that relationships uh, are, are an issue that comes before him occasionally well not same-sex relationships because they would have had no recourse to go to court i guess i guess and so now he has the opportunity to see gay couples uh and uh, hopefully he will be cool about it uh maybe yeah uh, it doesn't sound like he'd be super cool about it, but I don't know. I mean, it, I guess uh, judges have all kinds of personal opinions, and they are called upon as part of their job to either recuse themselves if they can't mm. rule impartially or to rule impartially. So, um, I mean, there's nothing in those statements that suggests he can't do his job, um, and sometimes his job may require him to recuse himself. Um, or he could be an asshat, but I, I mean, I don't know. This, these just sound like the ramblings of someone who has, who, who, it just never occurred to them to even <laughs> think about sexuality yeah. at all, which, um, you know, I guess is the definition of privilege, right? Like why think about sexuality if you don't have to, mm-hmm. um, if it's not made an issue for you. So, you know, he's been enjoying hugging men and licking men and rolling around with his shih tzu and everything. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly he has to wonder, like, oh, uh, I guess, I, I mean, is the question here, like, if he hugs a man, he's worried about how he feels or about how it will be perceived? It sounds like it's a perception thing. I would have to guess, yeah. Like, he's not worried that, like, that means that they're married now. Okay. Well, then surely he can extrapolate that to be like, it, it doesn't mean that 14-year-olds now have a decision to make, <laughs> like, whether they're going to be straight or gay. Because if you're not, he, he, here's a an easy way to make that decision. If you're not, if you're a boy and you're not into boys, then you're not gay. You don't make any decision at that point. Like, yeah. Well, who am I going to date? Now, there's the people I am attracted to and the people <laughs> I am not attracted to. Now, I have a very hard decision. <laughs> yeah. Which set am I going to date? Tough choice. Tough choice. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't know. I, I guess this judge, um, maybe he'll he'll lull lawyers into a false sense of security now that he's like painted a rainbow on his cheek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, it's the gay judge. Well, no, actually, I think you're sterile and uh, what do you I, call I, it? Just entertainment. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, okay, so same-sex relationships are sterile in the procreative sense. And as for entertainment, I mean, I would hope that most people who are in a relationship are getting some sort of entertainment out of it. I certainly am. Um, It's a a laugh riot, I'll tell you that. It's a riot. I'm going to loot you. I'm going to loot your butt. (laughs) I didn't know what you meant. Is that slang? Is that gay slang? Looting someone's butt? Um, You burgle a, a turd. Do I ever? I have never heard you make that noise before. You, when I said that, you squished your ear in a weird way that sounded like someone snapping. <laughs> That's my new. It's like voguing or that snap language. Oh, Wasn't yeah. there a snap language of the eighties? There was um, kind of in tongues untied. Is that what you're thinking? That's of? the one. Uh, sure. Yes. That, that There's meant- a. And but I can do it with my ears, and I can do it with my under ear. <laughs> Okay, that the was ear, my under ear. The ear beneath. <laughs> oh God, that sounds like um, like a dark romance. Yep. The ear beneath. It's like an eerie gothics. Harrison Ford is is the scary husband movie. Am Has I just Harrison thinking Ford of... ever been a scary husband? Yeah, no, I think I'm thinking of the movie What Lies Beneath. Maybe. I think the the ear beneath is is the sequel to that. It's about an ear of corn. <laughs> that you sit on. Sure. Oh boy, do you ever? Mm-hmm. And that's so, how, that's how you loot a butt. And popcorn comes out? You uh-huh. just loot it for popcorn? Comes out oh. your mouth. Oh, you put the ear in the butt, and the popcorn comes and out the mouth. You put the lime in the coconut. And shake it. On. Now, let me get this straight. Uh, so, speaking of bad government officials, the ACLU has filed suit against Kim Davis's county. They would okay. like a quarter million dollars, please. Okay, for what? For all the time they spent litigating all the nonsense that Kim Davis caused. Okay. So, so, I mean, is that what it costs them? Do they yes. have documentation? Oh, they have documentation. They've okay. itemized. They had a lot of lawyers. Lawyers are very expensive. Some of them were charging uh, several hundred dollars an hour. And so it costs them that amount of litigation uh, to get the case all resolved so people can get married in whatever county, Kentucky it was. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so it, it, how is that going to go for them? Hard to say. So you are entitled to recover the costs of your litigation if you sue for a civil rights thing against the government. Sure. The reason for that is to um, encourage people whose civil rights have been violated to bring a case against the government, which is very difficult to do if you're on the hook for all the expenses. Mm -hmm. So if you win, you're entitled to whatever it costs you. Now, this is a funny case because a lot of stuff was adjusted and thrown out and dismissed, and so it's going to require a bit of a... Uh, some detective work to unravel exactly who's entitled to what. Okay, but the, well, this sounds like a job for Nevada Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm the still not master sure what he detective. Does. Yeah. Oh, he's a detective. Is that what he does? Uh, in between skeet shooting. Oh, he's a skeet shooting detective. Yes. Oh, he's a real Agatha Christie character. Uh, so that's what's going on in Kentucky. Uh, you may be curious about what's going on with the National Organization for Marriage this I week. I couldn't be less, but, but please go on. <laughs> there are precisely 11 people who are very interested in what's going on with the National Organization for Marriage. That is how many people showed up to their latest rally. Oh, 11 people. Rally. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, one more and they would have had uh, <laughs> one for each apostle. Oh, maybe it was the apostles. It's possible, except... Uh, That's Thomas, impossible. No, Thomas was sitting it out. He, he doubts that they're <laughs> going to be able to raise much money this uh, year. I think he may be onto something. So the National Organization for Marriage threw this rally uh, outside the Mexican... It sounds like they threw it in the trash. <laughs> oh, you. They threw it outside the Mexican consulate, the Mexican embassy in Washington, okay. D.C., 
Uh, Why? Oh, because of the Mexico thing. Because of the okay. Mexico thing. Yeah. yeah. As you may recall, there were rallies in Mexico that were a bit better attended. Sure. Uh, so Nam was like, well, we're going to have a rally too. Mm-hmm. And they sure did with 11 people. 13 if you count babies. Uh, there were two babies present. Oh, okay. So a baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had 11 Was people. the boudoir baby there? I... You. I did a bad one. No, was it, was it the rally? Was the rally well, the bad one? I was. I'm a, I'm a, no, event no, planning is no. not the bourgeois baby's strong point. Okay, the, I can't. The, oh, let, let me tell you, the boudoir baby was having a little boudoir bourbon in the what? boudoir bottle last night. And let me, oh boy, my boudoir mommy, oh she, oh boy, she doesn't know what hit her. Had what hit a bad her? one? Oh. Did she? Is she the one responsible for the bourbon? Why am I even entertaining this conversation? The bourbon baby, myconium. Okay, so the boudoir baby, was the boudoir baby at the rally? That's the question I'm trying to get to the bottom of. Who, what? What are you talking about? Uh, I I just got up to pee, and when I came back, you were talking about the bourbon baby. I wasn't. I wasn't. You were. So Mexico, uh, Father Hugo Valdemar, Uh representative for the Archdiocese of Mexico, says... of Archdiocese of Mexico? That's a thing. That's a big-ass archdiocese. <laughs> Thank for you. For a country with so many Catholics. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, okay, okay. This okay. is how he's identified in, in articles. Wait, so wait, is he a cardinal? He's a representative. He's a father. Father Hugo Voldemort. Voldemort. Oh my God, his name is, is literally well, one letter off from Voldemort. Yeah, don't speak it. Um, okay, I'm just trying to figure out, like, because the, there's no, like, uh, father of America. Uh, I believe you have forgotten about George Washington. Carver. <laughs> yes. Wait, the one, No. Yes, with the peanuts. Oh, Mr. Peanut is the father oh, of America. Back to Mr. Peanut. No, yes, so James, always. Father yes. Hugo oh, yeah. Valdemar, representative of the Archdiocese of Mexico. Sure. That's what he is. Yeah, if they say so. He says that they're not being allowed to speak out against same-sex marriage. They're not. I mean, they had a fucking rally of, like, 11,000 uh-huh. people, so... Did a bunch of people put duct tape over their mouth and <laughs> yeah. uh, charge a lot for each photo? Yes. Uh, he says, uh, it is something very serious. The state now determines the sexual behavior of citizens and forbids any attempt to return to normalcy. What? He says, the state... Pro- <laughs> I know. What? The state prohibits parents from helping their children to solve their sexual doubts and prohibits uh. homosexuals from changing. But if they want to change their sex, they fund that atrocity. It's something diabolic. Yeah, danger diabolic. Mm. Uh, okay, so... <sighs> it's a lot All of right. nonsense in yeah. there. Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, so anyway, he's complaining that the state is... Uh, they're, they're essentially, Mexico has laws against hate speech. Sure. Uh, they're comparable to other countries. Sure. And uh, he's annoyed that hate speech laws might be applied at some point in the future. We have no indication that this has happened to silence uh, Christians who want to, uh, I don't know, say that homosexuals should turn straight. I mean, people have been saying that with no problem for a long, long time. Right. Right. Uh Okay, I mean, it's the same load of shit. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything new or interesting in this. Um, I like that he calls it diabolic. Sure. That's kind of fun. Mm. I went to see a show about the devil. 
Oh, you did. Tell I me did. more. Yeah. So Ben de la Creme, a fabulous jewel of Seattle, mm-hmm. is uh, wonderful. I say he because I know Ben de la Creme as Ben, but uh, many people know Ben de la Creme as Ben de la Creme, the character. So they had a fabulous drag show uh, called uh, Inferno a Go-Go. It's based on Dante's Inferno, and it's a drag show that takes Not you- Dante who lives with the pig. Not Dante who lives with the pig. Although it's possible Dante Alighieri, was that his name? <laughs> Lived with a pig. It's possible. Dante Alighieri? Alighieri? Alighieri. Right? Al dente. Al dente. Oh, James. That's how he likes his pig. Ben makes that joke in the show. Oh. Yes. Uh, she. Let's say. Let's go with she. She says the name of the author uh-huh. and says, which is an Italian term for pasta, which is cooked but still uh, hard or something like that. Oh, yes. you're cooked but hard. I was cooked but hard. That's me all over, mm. baby. Uh, anyway, if you're, uh, it was a fabulous, wonderful, amazing show. It's going to yes. San Francisco next. It's going okay. to be at Oasis, where all the best drag in San Francisco happens. And uh, we missed Oasis. That opened up right after we left. What is it? It's where is it? Heclina South of Market. It's Heclina's uh, drag venue. Oh, she has her own venue? Yeah, isn't oh, that great? my goodness. So, yeah, once, uh, on up. once the stud gentrifies, uh, everyone can start doing their shows at Oasis. Um, anyway, well, I think I, when the stud gentrifies, he becomes the daddy. Oh, that's right. That's what's happening. Anyways, inside San Francisco gossip there. Uh, blah, 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 blah. If, are you ready for some more bullshit from idiots? Uh, sure, always. Uh, so, I hate to bring us to Australia. Okay. Because there's always something confusing happening there. So, quick facts about Australia. Uh-huh. It's big. Yeah, sure. Uh, 60% of Australians in the latest poll are in favor of marriage equality. Well, that's down. It, it's lower than previous polls. Yeah. Uh, 68% want no... But, I mean, it's still... 60% is pretty significant. 68% yeah. want no public spending on, uh, on the plebiscite. Sure. Uh, I think that's reasonable. Uh, 53% want legislators to just vote themselves in Parliament however they think the law should go. Mm-hmm. You know, do legislators well, there, there are bills in the works, right, that would do that very thing. There certainly are. Okay. Uh, and also, I didn't know this. Uh, when you get married in Australia, mm-hmm. the person officiating the marriage is legally required to say, quote, Marriage, according to law in Australia, is the union of a man and a woman to the exclusion of all others voluntarily entered into for life. Unquote. When was that added? 1968. Huh. Now, why did that... Why did that happen? There was a reform of the Marriage Act around that time. I don't know why. Okay. But they basically rewrote a bunch of laws. The Mm -hmm. Marriage Act was one of them. And that was one of the things that they rewrote. Okay. I mean, it just... It seems reactionary. But what was it a reaction to? Maybe... No-fault divorce. Okay. So it might have been... They might have put that, like, union of a man and a woman in there, thinking, like, nothing of it. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, it's a man and a woman, because that's the only way that people fall in love. Uh, And then they added that... I wonder. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I don't know the full story. But, like, the thing that seems important to me about this blurb that they say is uh, voluntarily entered into for life. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like it's a little reminder, like, this is for real, you guys. No fooling around. Sure, but Australia does have no-fault divorce, right? Or or wrong? I believe they do, yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, I mean, that's a contradictory position. Well, you think... are you are forming a contract for life that can be dissolved mm-hmm. when you decide to dissolve it. I think this is a bit of marriage theater. I think that they okay. have you say this so that everyone is like, yeah, it's for life. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because, I, I mean, here... That layer usually comes if you if you plop a religious thing on top of your marriage. So if you mm-hmm. just go to City Hall, you know, you can be like, hey, you say yes, you say yes, well, you're married. Blah. 
But uh, if you have the whole religious uh, fiasco, then they do the whole song and dance. Uh, like, you know, your brother was told he had to defend Israel if he was going to get married. That's true. I'm sure he is doing so. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he did fight in the Middle East for a while. He was involved in the Iraq War. So sure. I guess he's that's sort of fighting for Israel. Right. Uh, anyway, so do you want to know what marriage is worth in Australia? Uh, 50 cents. 12.86 chicken nuggets. Okay. So someone has done the math. Uh-huh. Uh, the cost for the cost of the plebiscite. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of having the plebiscite, they could send twelve point eight six chicken nuggets to every man, woman, and child in Australia. Not sure that's a very persuasive argument. I mean, I don't really like. I enjoy a chicken nugget a lot, but twelve of them is not enough to sway me one way or the other. Really, how many chicken nuggets would you need? A lot. I'd need like I, I need like the Blue Apron <laughs> every week or every two weeks. Like oh, a crate of nuggets shows up. Chicken nuggets for life. Yeah. Oh, now, if the government promised me that, I'd vote for whatever the fuck they wanted me to. Yeah, slightly less than 13 nuggets Mm. is not enough to change my life. I'll tell you who else is unpersuaded. Uh Pauline Hanson. Okay. She is a Australian legislator. She says... Is she the mother of the Hanson boys? I think she is. Mmm. That's what she says about chicken nuggets. Mm. Oh. Bop. That's what you say when you like how something tastes in Australia. Sure, with 11 herbs and spices. She says, I'm a citizen of Australia, so I don't care what's happening around the world. Yep. <laughs> this, uh-huh. is a, this is an actual quote. Sure. Because someone had just said that other countries have marriage equality. Why does in Australia? Mm-hmm. I'm a citizen of Australia, so I don't care what's happening around the world. If you feel that strongly about it, then I'm sure you could move to that country, and then you can have the marriage. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the same shit we get here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Australia, oh. love it or leave it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, my favorite dumb quote of the week, it, it, there are a series of long ones. So Australia, while they're in a state of paralysis over marriage equality, mm-hmm. they did manage to equalize the age of consent for anal sex. Okay. So it used to be that you would be... With re- humans. With humans. Okay. Only with humans. Okay. For now. Yeah. So it used to be that you could have straight anal sex, but not gay anal sex if you were 16. You would get arrested for having anal sex if you were 16, but not if you had it with somebody of the opposite sex. Girls' butts do mature faster. (laughs) So anyway, they've equalized that now, so the age of consent is the same, no matter who or what you are having sex with. No, not what. So wait, are you saying that I I can help myself to a 16-year-old anus in Australia? I don't know if it was everyone was lowered to 16 or everyone was raised to 18. Mm, But uh, you can have youthful anus in Australia, is the point. And can can I cook it up like a chicken nugget? You can. That's where chicken nuggets come from. I thought it might be. From youthful anus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, legislator Shane Knuth, uh-huh. or Knuth? Shane Knuth. Shane Knuth. Uh, it sounds like Seamus with a lisp. Okay. Shane Knuth uh, was opposed to equalizing the anal sex consent laws. Okay. And someone asked him why, yeah. and he brought it back to marriage. He said, Do, uh, would you like to hear how uh, he did that? Uh, sure. He said, we've always been very consistent in, you know, our position when it comes to, you know, same-sex marriage. Or, what's the other one? Same-sex marriage? Civil unions. And, you know, we just feel that, you know, we'd be hypocritical to support the removal of age consent for anal sex. What do they have to do with each other other than putting a ring on it? That is a marvelous question, Okay, phrased better than the reporter who was interviewing him. Okay, The reporter said simply, why do you think the age of consent for anal sex is like same-sex marriage? Yep. An excellent question. Uh-huh. He said, basically, we just do not support that position. Uh, we have... But- Yes. Okay. We have consistently said a relationship should be between a male and a female, a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. We have taken a very strong position on that in the past. 
I believe that it's a bit cagey to reduce that age down. Will they want to bring it down to 14 or 12 later on? I don't think so. So the issue here was that if you were having anal sex with a girl, Mm. it was fine. Mm -hmm. And if you're having anal sex with a boy, it was not fine. Mm -hmm. So it was an inequality based on sexual orientation. Well, based on gender. Or however you want to phrase it. Sexual orientation or gender or whatever. Sure. Um, And so they were just making it equal, and you don't know whether they made it equal up or down. That is correct. Although the way he's phrasing it makes it sound like they did bring it down to 16. Okay. What about that would lead you to believe that it's just going to keep going down? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, the fact that you have an age of consent... Like, it's not like straight people were at 16 this whole time, Mm -hmm. and, like, straight people have been jostling to get that lowered. Right, right. Or maybe they have. I don't know. Straight people in Australia are are a randy bunch. They are criminals. They're all named Randy. Uh, And Bruce. So, I I don't know. Basically, we just do not support that position. Well, sure. It's a position taken solely out of animus, and usually it gets tarted up with some language to make it sound like it's protecting somebody. Mm. But here, it sounds like he didn't get the memo for how to layer that frosting on the shit cake no no he did a a real fine job of it uh the last question he was asked was what do you think the consequences of equalizing the age of consent will be in queensland Mm -hmm. marriage (laughs) no he says i think it would probably give more of a possible predatory approach to the younger generation we feel a predatory approach to the younger gen. Uh, okay. we feel that reducing it down to 16 from 18 because it could be predatory in that aspect but you could hump a girl butt all day. So th- there's no predatory risk of humping girl butts. It's just humping boy butts. He went on, but in that aspect, we just do not believe in it. Full stop in anal sex. Okay, then why is it okay for girls? I don't know. I don't know. It's the most circular logic of all. It just keeps coming around to we do not support that position. A relationship between a male and a female, a man and a woman. Okay, so... It- so There's any- no predatory risk of an old dude humping a girl in the butt. I guess that's what he'd have us believe. But obviously, he, he couldn't possibly say that. He couldn't possibly say old men are not into young women. Right? He couldn't. He couldn't uh, make that case. So, I don't know. that It's been... that I, I, He must think that gays are more predatory than straight people? Well, that is the, the tale right? that's told. He doesn't say that. Sure. But I guess that's what he must believe. I mean, it sounds like what he wants is just to outlaw sex between people of the same sex altogether. Right. And if that's what he's saying with this whole, like, we we don't support that position, which is to say we don't support any same-sex sex, I mean, just say that. I mean, this this runaround is dumb. Yes. It doesn't... It doesn't I, mean, I don't know. I, I guess he's not trying to convince anyone. The people who support him already support him, and the people who don't, don't. So he doesn't have to say anything that makes sense. I'll tell you this. They would not stand for that in Guernsey. They, no, because they're on four legs. They can't stand at all. The, well, standing still counts, but he'd be, he'd be cow-tipped right over. Somebody mm-hmm. would drop a cow on him. Now, uh, when you're playing Guernsey, what? you're not standing. You're on all fours <laughs> with your... You mean when I'm playing Guernsey? You know, you got your little, your special udder swinging, and oh, you do the, the milking, milking trick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, thank you for another glimpse into our bedroom, James. Our boudoir. The baby doesn't oh. want to milk. The baby wants a bourbon. The baby. Wait, does the baby get milk or bourbon? Baby has a special milk when he's 16. Okay. Uh, I don't like what this, this is getting. This is getting weird and dark. The baby wants a special milk bubble. Everyone, thank you again for listening. If you've been enjoying the show, please consult your doctor and also uh, let us know. You can tweet at me, at Matt Baum, on Twitter, and you can also leave a review in the iTunes store. I got some lovely notes from folks about the show recently on Twitter. I've asked them if I can read it on the show, and if they say yes, I will share those comments with you on a future episode. Don't forget, we're going to be at GamerX in Santa Clara this uh, coming weekend. Clara the cow. Yes, Clara the cow. Moo, 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 moo. Uh, we're going to be at GamerX. Uh, I'm doing a panel called Playing with Pride. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see some wonderful game industry insiders talking about issues of interest to LGBTs, both as creators of game content and as fans. Uh, I've uh, outlined the presentation and uh, added some videos and things, and it's going to be quite a fun conversation. So if you're going to be at GamerX in Santa Clara, do stop by for that and come see our presentation, Playing with Pride. It's on Saturday, the 1st at 2 p.m. And little Matthew will have a big sack full of buttons. Oh, that's right. You guys, I just got new buttons made for the Sewers of Paris, my other podcast. You know, the good one. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are brand new, and they're also a matte finish, which is very different from the glossy finish. So these are limited edition matte finish buttons. Woo! So you can come to our panel, and I'll give you one. And I'll say, Mazel Tov. He will. I will. And everyone will be so confused because none of those people will have heard this podcast. <laughs> uh, any other business we've got? Uh, James has been live streaming various games over on uh, twitch.tv slash pretty pretty pixel. I've been live streaming some Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Father, so you can see me ask people about snakes and voodoo. 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 And uh, I think that's about it from me. So by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. Go, go!